for Christian Carguy Theater with today's episode Tight is Right Part 2 Last time on Tight is Right Jimmy starts rotating his tires and then starts mumbling to himself as he's struggling to get the lug nuts off Wow, these lug nuts are really tight Can't get them off Let's see, is that tight is right and left is loose? The lug nuts Andy, Jack, and Roy are giving Jimmy a hard time. Jack Lugnut is enjoying Jimmy's struggle. Faith and Begora, I'll say us Lugnuts are tight and right. What do you say, Lugnuts? All for one and one for all, right? <laughs> well, it wasn't exactly a lie. I mean, I didn't lie to Nahum and Eustace, really. Exactly. I just didn't tell him everything. He just assumed it was the vows. That's more like a, a fib. Not really a lie. I mean, come on, Jimmy. Nahum wants to give you a raise for Pete's sake. Loosen up a little. No, I don't understand. You and Mom need to get in the real world, Dad. I'm a good kid, and you still treat me like a middle schooler. I surely don't understand. Look, Jimmy is a knucklehead. Not only is he loosening up, he loosened us up. Try to hold tight, lug nuts. Come on, gotta hold onto the wheels. Hold on. Frenchy Fender adds her voice. Oh, Monsieur Jimmy, don't you know that haste makes waste? Oh, you did not tighten those crazy lug nuts. And the wheels are coming off. This is terrible. These wobbly wheels are going to ruin my finish. Oh, sacre bleu. Jimmy! Jimmy, are you all right, son? And now, the next installment of Tight is Right. Oh, oh no. Mom, Ellen, I, I was just talking on the phone with Jimmy, and things got a bit heated when I when I heard the skidding. He, he was driving and talking on his phone. How many times have we talked to him about taking calls while driving? And it's against the law in Colorado for minors. Come on. I have no way of knowing where he was... Or if he's all right. Here, let me try calling him back. You've reached Jimmy. Leave a message after the... Here, Ellen, dear. Let's you and me pray while Andy's calling. Jesus, we need your help. Jimmy's obviously distracted in many ways. And we count on you two. Meanwhile, Jimmy's in bad trouble. Whoa, what's wrong with this thing? Under the hood, the car parts are worried. Something's wrong with the lug nuts. Gracie Gastank says, Hang on, you lug nuts. Hang on. We're all dependent on you. The lug nuts are coming loose, and Jimmy's having trouble keeping control of his Jeep. Andy Lugnut is in a bad fix. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Frenchy Fender's frightened. Oh, sacre bleu! This is terrible! Don't hit anything! The Fender is always the first to get crunched! Andy Lugnut just lost his grip, and the other two are trying hard to keep things together. Jack Lugnut has lost his cool. Oh, 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 oh,
What did we hit? When Jack Lugnut came off, Jimmy's Jeep swerved into the cemetery in front of the church. It dug a long trench on the lawn and knocked over a headstone. Jimmy's unhurt thanks to his seatbelt. The car parts then take stock of the damage. Mosey Motor Oil speaks first. Ooh, hey, that, that, now that was unrefined. Hey, everybody, you, you guys okay? I'm fine, I think. Just fuming. But it's Frenchie I'm worried about. Hey, Frenchie, how you doing? Oh, c'est tragique, Gracie. I think I am a little twisted. What is this stone I am tangled up with? It has writing on it. It says, let's see, Benjamin something, beloved husband and father. Oh, mon ami. We are in a cemetery. Oh, Monsieur Jimmy, this is a grave matter. Pastor Jack has heard the crash and comes out of the church office. Jimmy, what happened? Are you all right? Yes, I'm okay. My stupid car just suddenly started wobbling all over the road and I, I couldn't control it. The car parts don't appreciate Jimmy's explanation. Stupid. You want to be friends with my fist knucklehead? Now I'm really fuming. Jimmy and Pastor Jack inspect the damage. Benjamin Blake, beloved husband and father. Oh, this is unfortunate. Unfortunate? What do you mean? Mrs. Blake, Mr. Blake's widow, is a very special member of our church. She's nearly a hundred years old, but she's sharp as a tack. Every Sunday after the service, she comes and brings a flower for her husband's grave, puts it in a metal vase that... Say, where is that vase? Oh, here it is. I'm afraid it's been flattened. Yeah, well, look at what that stone did to my fender. I wonder why I lost control. Oh, I see what happened. Those dumb lug nuts came off. One's even missing. Oh, there it is. I'll just tighten them all up and... Hey, it still runs. After a little body work, she'll be as good as new. Jimmy, let's pause now and thank the Lord that you weren't hurt in this accident. Some other time, Pastor, I gotta go. But Jimmy, about Mr. Blake's headstone, I needed to talk to you about something as well. I'll be back, don't worry. I need to get to Nahum's to cover my tracks on Eustace's valve tick. Under the hood, the car parts are disappointed in Jimmy. If that don't beat all, what's got into him? Like so many stations these days, self-serve? He used to be such a nice kid. Oh, so, uh, he thinks we're nuts, huh? And stupid, huh? Well, we'll show you stupid, boy. <laughs> Wonder how he'll handle this rig when all three go left on him. That's what I call hanging loose. All right, boys, here we go. Start spinning. Let's do it. Oh, please, messieurs. I beg of you, stop and think what you are going to do. Another blow like this one and I am too finny. Finished, I tell you. Well, okay, toots. Come here, not a problem. We'll, we'll cancel the plan just for you. After all, that ain't right. <laughs> oh, merci. Thank you. Thank you, hey, thank you. listen, you guys better tighten up your act here. Jimmy won't put up with much more screwy mischief from you three. Meanwhile, back at Nahum's garage, Nahum is looking over Eustace's repair order on the valve tick. Now that's strange. There ain't no parts charged out on Eustace's Corolla ticket. You can't fix a valve tick with no parts. 
I hope that boy ain't giving away my parts. Nahum looks up to see what appears to be a convoy headed his way. Jimmy's pulling up in his Jeep. His parents and grandmother are pulling in, along with Eustace in the patrol car with his lights flashing, pulling in behind Jimmy. Well, young man, now, you may have fixed my Corolla, but you, you, you're in a, a heap of serious trouble here. Now, let's see. Uh, hit and run, uh, destroying private property, and according to your parents, driving while talking on your cell phone. Now, that is reckless endangerment if I ever heard of it. Now, now, just what do you have to say for yourself? Hmm? Uh, uh, You're uh, young fixed man. Corolla boy. How come you didn't charge out any parts? Yeah, Jimmy, to break uh, why did you answer the phone um, while you were uh, driving? Uh, you men all deserve some answers, and Jimmy will be with you momentarily. But first, he and I need some mother-son time. So, excuse us for a few minutes. Jimmy's mom makes quick work out of taking Jimmy back to Nahum's private office, while the men all stand around looking kind of dumbfounded at each other, and Grandma just shrugs her shoulders. Tune in next month for the next installment of Tight is Right on Christian Carguy Theater. And now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh-huh, Randy, you know that old saying, sin will take you further than you wanted to go keep you longer than you wanted to stay and cost you more than you're willing to pay. Yep, Daddy. Jimmy never thought that lie would go this far. It may well keep him from a right relationship with many dear people here, and especially God. And what started out as a hundred dollars may be a thousand dollars by the time he gets himself out of this. And why in the world did he just stay with Nahum when the Valtic first came up and straightened that whole mess out? Then, why did he answer the phone while driving and talk that way to his dad? And, and why did he leave the scene of an accident? How could he act so foolish in just an hour's time? <laughs> Randy, in a way, Jimmy was like that clean-shaven harp you got. He's a bare-faced liar. <laughs> yeah, oh, I get it, Daddy. He was bare because he left behind his breastplate of righteousness. Faced because he sure was into selfies. <laughs> See, bare-faced. See what I did there? And, and he was a liar because he had lost his pants with the belt of truth. Totally unarmed. No shield of faith, no prayer covering, even with Pastor Jack to help him. And no gospel shod on those feet either. <laughs> Boy, Daddy, we need to get our armor on when things get dicey, don't we? Because things could unravel fast for sure. I wonder what his mom has up her sleeve. Now, Randy, Jimmy will have to be like that symphony conductor. Having to face the music, though he doesn't like the tune. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator.